Blog Talk Radio. My whole life, I've been staring out the cracks, slipping words amongst the people that get close enough to grasp it. You're looking at me like another broken glass, getting closer to the edge without emotion or attachment. Maybe you don't see that all of this around you is a simple web of clouds that was designed to make you soundproof. That's exactly why I scream like all the proud do, and slam against the gates with my music until I plow through it. I see the smiles in your frowns How you feel like everything in your life is nailed to the ground And I see you speak with the same disdain in your mouth While everything breaks you down to the bottle trying to drown yourself I guess there's no hope left All the ships are leaving port and the wine is smelling like death And you can smoke it till there's holes in your chest Until you're breathing out your last cold breath I wish I could have told you All your demons are gonna get you and all your demons are gonna get you. And all your demons are gonna get you. And all your demons are gonna get you. And this wood room full of them, from the bar to the booth. Leave the guitar in the corner and stray far from your roots. Never thank your father for infecting your youth with a healthy taste for violence and 150 proof. And all you ever learn from life is an ice pack. It's good to stop the swelling and for chilling down your pint glass. Now, every evening as you open up your nightcap, you drink yourself away like it's the only way to fight back. And I can show you how I feel and what it does to me and how I look you in the face and see what it's become of me. And I'm a product of your liquid courage company that drowned away your stars for you knew that they were running free. So breathe in and breathe out. Blur the space between us and constrict me when I reach out. And break the mirror so you never have to see out. And know that you were talking to yourself. I wish I could have shown you. All your demons are gonna get you. And all your demons are gonna get you. All your demons are gonna get you, and all your demons are gonna get you.
Welcome to Third Rail Radio. Call him now. 646-929-1480. Now your host, Anti-Crisis 73 and NCAP Dalek. Good evening. How are you guys? It's any crisis. Dalek's probably coming right back onto the uh, right back onto the uh, air with us here. Um, but welcome to Third Rail Radio. It's a Wednesday night midnight edition, so I guess Thursday morning. Um, I'm here with my my bud and Cap Dalek in the cool Colorado Rockies, uh, herb legal country. Uh, Irie out there in Colorado um, and. Uh, Looking at the at the board, um, uh, yeah, I think uh, Dalek will be right back, but we're in good hands. Um, welcome to Third Rail Radio. Um, we have tonight's show coming right up, which is going to be a good show. Uh, you know, we'll have some people on the lines early. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the election in Israel. Been um, another shooting um, at uh, in Charlottesville, the University of Virginia, outside an Irish bar on St. Patrick's Day. Could you load it any further? Seriously, who writes this shit? Um, and uh, um, and you know we'll have some fun and catch up. Um, it's an hour show tonight. On Saturday night, we have a huge show, and uh, we're going to. I think Alec has popped in. So, Dalek, you feel free to pop in any time. But I was going uh, to... How are you, my friend? Or perhaps you, that was not Dalek. So, Saturday night, we have a huge show. Uh, we are welcome, welcoming um, the irreverent, um, uh, anar- self-described anarchist. And now, I do believe, and in, in Dalek um, can correct me if I'm wrong, but head of uh, the Libertarian Party... I certainly hope I didn't get that wrong, um, but uh, also a guy who I, I follow on um, on the internet, his blog, ChristopherCantwell.com, is great. Um, uh, he is uh, he is a, a multi-layered individual. Um, I, I like uh, conversing with him, so it'll be a great show. Two hours. That'll be 8 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday night with the irreverent Christopher. Um, Cantwell, and uh, yet Dalek's having a little internet connection problem, but um, no worries. Uh, we're shipping him out a uh, one of those big uh, SETI satellites. Um, uh, cool. So he's still here. Are you still on the phone? If you are, then interrupt me. Feel free. Okay, got it. So I, I think it's a, a Skype connection, most likely. Um, but either way, um, he is listening, and for that I am thankful. Uh, 
quick uh, serious biz out of the way. Um, uh, there is a fundraising going on, fundraiser, continuing fundraiser going on for Canadian Glen. Um, if you uh, lurk anybody's timeline um, who's even three degrees of separation uh, away from this show or any of the shows on the network, um, you will find uh, the WePay. Um, I know my man Glenn doesn't like to blow shit up, so um, that's that. And uh, um, he may call in, give us a, a brief update on, on uh, how he's doing. We don't want to uh, trouble him uh, any, you know, every fucking week on how he's doing. But, uh, you know, we're, we're on, the, on the cusp of being able to leave you alone, Glenn, um, but not quite yet. And uh, also, I'd I, uh, love to uh, hear Glenn's take on, uh, on, on Netanyahu's victory. Um, it seemed a lot closer at one point, and uh, I don't think that comes as any surprise. But uh, you know, a one-state solution, um, what is, which, you know, which may have been, um, uh, you know, sort of political desperation um in the in the throes of uh of a campaign he had been leading for a long time and then and then started to lose ground on and then things got a little tight for for a man like Netanyahu they don't like to sweat you know um they like it when everything is all set the fixes in um things are easy the path is laid and they can rabble rouse and throw their um um you know they're 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 bull headed hubris um this way and that way um and so he may he may have said something as belligerent as um that he doesn't see a one state solution for Palestine and israel um but that, i mean that do you understand the insanity um and if we do have people on the lines waiting right now, um, and you're banging one, if Dalek is not on the air, I'm not sure if he can get to uh, to calls. Um, and he's on the board tonight. I am merely a talking head, um, and so I I apologize for that. Kay, if you're out there, hang on, Dalek. J Rab is like a fibulator. I'm hitting you on your chest. I'm bringing you back alive, nigga. Uh, my man, J-Vab, <laughs> J-Vab tunneled right on through. I mean, it, hey, it, guys. how you are you, man? You know it's J, a.k.a. The, 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 the human simulator, the human simulator that brings people back. Like, I take electrical pulses from my hand. It's called regenerative human growth, right? I conduct electrical pulses through my, my palms, and I bring people back. From the dead, it's called necromancer. How you guys doing tonight? We're doing great, man. We're doing great, and even better um, that you called in. Uh, you know, I, I loved your show the other the other night. It was it was excellent. Um, in fact, I think your your Jamaican neighbor put a, a a root on me, had me hearing voices for a while. But it, I mean, it was a superb show. Um, you know, and I had a great time listening to it. You know, not everybody gets that avant-garde, over-the-top art shit, but I'm, I'm with you, man. It was awesome. Uh, life's good up here in the in the in the great north. How are you, man? 
Well, I'm doing fine, man, and I appreciate you guys having me on tonight, Um, you know, calling in to give my support for the Third Rail Generation, Third Rail Radio, under the Revolution Radio umbrella. You know, once once one of my peoples is doing something and they're they going live, I'm trying to go live, too, with them. I'm trying to get that shit out there. I'd like to give a shout-out to, um, I'm hoping I'm saying her name correctly, Kayla. I want to give a shout-out to Kayla. She's in the chat room right now with Jay, and um, she looks like, Mad cool. I just want to give a shout out to her. Word. Awesome, J Bab. Yeah. Uh what's going on on uh on on your next show, which I'll be looking forward to. Seriously, you saved me from a heart attack last week, man. My blood pressure was man. hitting. It was, All I it know, was elevated. That that bitch was an E ho and she don't know what the fuck E fame means. Like, I'm trying to tell her. Please keep quiet. You want attention. You came to my freaking house. You have a shrine that's like freaking 10 feet in the air. You have a, a lifestyle statue of JVAB with a blue cross of Jesus Christ on it. Like, I could understand that she had the black Jesus. I wanted to kill that bitch over my show and sacrifice of my God. But I, I was going to go to prison because she was white. She white. I can't. I can't. Black guys are not supposed to hit a white female without knowing the repercussions. Now, any other kind of female, the bitch could get beat, and I know I'm not going to go to prison. But a white woman, we know not to hit them bitches. It's prison time. That, that, that it, it, especially in this climate, that is, uh, that's a, a one-way ticket to the hooskow, as they say, I imagine. Um, Man, but, but, but think about it. Imagine, imagine you go got ahead, a neighbor. Sorry. Right. Night. Okay, my yeah, do I have a neighbor? Actually, I know I have no neighbors. I live in the hills, for real, in the woods. God damn! But imagine you got this neighbor, and this neighbor now has this fascination with you. You never had sex with the neighbor. Um, you probably smoked and drink a few beers, whatever, conversate. But that's about it. And then you get to realize this person has photos of you. Then you wonder to yourself, how the hell this person even got photos of you? Then this person got a shrine. Like, literally, photos on their wall, burning incense, scented candles, and I said a blue cross of Jesus, like, really shocked the fuck out of me. And don't, I mean, don't let her fool you, because she has powers, man. I'm telling you, she put a run on me. I was hearing voices. I heard, I heard, ass hurt Max Fag was yelling at me one direction. I heard somebody else yelling at me from another direction, and, like, people who don't even know me, I was tripping, man. And the did next you hear, morning, did you hear a Jamaican voice, like a Jamaican female voice, screaming at you? Also, I heard I heard several different voices, man. Uh, yeah, indeed. Radio Shack put that root on you. Because Radio Shack, Radio Shack's wifey, remind me of uh, one of those Jamaican females that when she don't get her way, she know how to work a little magic. I think you know what I think you might be onto something, and I might have rubbed her the wrong way. I was I was acting up a little bit, and um, you know, but I, once I settled in and enjoyed it, I was fine. But at first, I, it was a little unsettling, but very effective. But uh, I like to give it, a shout out that, to um, shout it out, and I like give a shout out to Shaq Zippy, for me. Whoever whoever Zippy is, you see what I'm doing? I'm giving shout outs to all the females that I don't know. And I'm just seeing her for the first time, like on in the cameras and so forth. So I give Kayla a shout out, Zippy a shout out, and I like to give you a shout out too, man, for for, for even letting Jay express his emotion. You know, it's all about that Jay love. 
It's all about that, Jay Love, and you're wel- you're always welcome on here. While I have you here, um, I don't it, I don't know if you heard what uh, the leader of Israel said. He he explained oh God, that praise God, praise that, he, Allah. that he doesn't praise see uh, a, a one state uh, two state solution um, in Israel. So what does that mean in no no there is no all right Jay's gonna cut you know me man I keep it real I don't I don't like laying down the 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 fake alone. I'd rather, I'd rather feel the dirt underneath my feet knowing I'm alive. First of all, you cannot have a two-state in the same goddamn country. America shows me that shit. If if, if you motherfuckers is not coming together, re, reuniting and making it feel so good and becoming one nation, it's always going to have war down there because one culture is going to feel like they're better than the next one. And I'm the ones in them that claim that they're Israelites and that claim that they're living in Israel and that want Israel to be the Israel from the Bible, you cannot confuse, Jay. You cannot confuse. I came from the lost tribe of Shabazz. We, me, my black folks, we came from the lost tribe of Shabazz, and that's well lost in the wilderness of North America. Now, if I could understand that as, as a person of, of <laughs> going through this pain and this freaking agony of all my people. Think about that. And I understand that. How the hell these people can't understand there is no two-state solution? Because one is going to be in power, and the next one is going to feel like he's the dog being kicked. And you cannot fool me, bro. These guys went and bombed somebody's country. You went and bombed the most crowded place in the freaking earth known as Gaza Strip, Bomb the fuck out of that country with the help of America and England. For what? For what? To make to make some Israel that you guys trying to portray that comes from the fucking Bible? So that's what I got to say. That's some bullshit. I'm glad that Anthony Christ devil motherfucker is dead. Let me tell you something, man. Praise be to Allah that the enemies of Allah will fall, nigga. They're going to fall. I'm right there with you, and I mean, being from from the ancient tribe of Shabazz, you have some some esoteric esoteric powers at at your own disposal. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, I mean, yeah, you're. I think you're right on the money. And then, do we can we draw a parallel from? Uh, I mean, you know, not to not to. No, because you know, you, 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 you gotta look at it in this way, right? You gotta look at it in this way. Once America was divided, there was constant war, there was constant bickering. Even though the money flowing, the, the the economy was still going and it was still doing a thing, they were still fighting. It was always a war. It had to have one nation. One side had to take over the other side and say, "Yo, listen, if we don't come together and build on this shit." How can we expand and go go outwards? Like, why would a nation con- continuously fight within? It's only a nation that's, that's decided to, to, to go down in the history books as the most dumbest nation that keeps fighting within. Like, every I, every nation I, knows I, I would come imagine, together. I, I, I would imagine right now there's a lot of black people in America and the United States and, and for a long time that feel like, like they are – the Palestinians themselves, or, or a lot of Palestinians in Palestine who feel like they're the black people of America. All right, put it like this, bro. Put it like this, right? Um, last four years, 
every summer, the body count for young blacks keep going the fuck up. Zet by the police, brutality by the police. This shit been going on for like four summers now. And they was hoping that the last summer caused some form of like crazy volcano that's going to erupt over the streets of Manhattan and fucking in New York. They really wanted that shit. And I was really telling everyone, nah, don't don't give them what they want because they're going to change around the laws. You see, these things are, 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 are designed in a way for us to follow, react, so they can have an excuse. When I say they, I mean the leaders, the ones who sit back behind the iron curtain controlling everyone like puppets. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Black people are mad. Black people are fucking mad. And black people are so happy that officers are dying. Two more officers got killed down in Ferguson. And they trialing this guy like he's some form of fucking psycho killer. And the dude's excuse was, I was aiming at somebody else and I shot the cops. But um, you and I know for a fact that you can't, he came down there to the the... the protest, he got all hyped up, probably couldn't take it no more, emptied out his guns and these motherfuckers and killed him. Then trying to make an excuse like, yeah, I was aiming somewhere else, but my bullets happened to hit them. I'm not here to advocate, you know, give you that hate. Jay is not here for that. But I am happy that the officers and them feeling it. Like, I'm actually happy that, that the other side is feeling some form of fucking loss, bro. Well, I believe well, it or not, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to agree with you again. You know, if 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 there is a conflict going on, then by definition, that means two two sides are both taking casualties, not not just one side. Um, and there is, uh, without any doubt, um, in my mind right now, and I and the media has stoked the flames. Um, you know, leaders who don't have our best interest in mind have stoked the flames um, to the point where, uh, you know, I don't even I don't even fucking turn on the Twitter or the news about um, uh, about you know those specific topics because they're so discouraging. People have have completely lost their senses, uh, and it is all about the love and the late the J Love Power Hour. And that's why your voice brought down my fucking blood pressure last week. And that was that, oh, was, pre, that was pre-show. My blood pressure was spiking before the show. Um, and bro, I, just, I, I got the J on and I chilled. Jay just look at it in, in this manner. Like, put it like this, though. Fun of aside, <clears throat> a war is something that you call a war because you know that there's going to be an end to the conflict. This shit been going on in different forms and in different guises against Jay and his kind. Like, when I say my kind, I mean people of black descent. I don't give a fuck if you're black, brown, yellow, whatever. If you're not white in America, you looked, you're, you're basically looked upon like a second-class citizen. And even though if you're not white and you got money, that still don't mean shit. Because all of these rich ball players and all these rich rappers out there, them niggas are still going to jail. They still gotta kiss ass, and they still gotta fucking kiss more ass. Just to, they gotta, they gotta get along. Just, just to fucking 
move along, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So, it, in my yeah, opinion, I do know what you're saying, and it's exactly true. If, if I mean, you know, the master still owns the house. They just might be at the table. Man, but, this should be going on. Like, think about this, right? Like, I'm going to ask you a serious question. Like, no trolling, no none of that shit, right? Like, for everyone out there. After they freed the slaves, after Lincoln and his people freed the slaves, right, you got over a couple million people just came into the system, right? Now, think about the rich people that was running the country back then. Think about the rich people that had the power back then. They're looking at a couple million of people that, that has no form of income that's just been put into the system. Do you know what kind of slavery mentality that, that, that they reverse? Every generation is in a different guise. Now, how do you control and maintain a system that you just inputted a couple million people into that system and, and you have no way of these people generating money for your system? So how is that system going to be maintained? And so far, no one can give me a clear answer, not the professors, not the teachers, not no one. The only shit that they ever taught JVAB in school that was real is that America is based on a Roman society, that the president is our Caesar and his senators is like his senators back in the days in the ancient Roman. You know, that's the yeah. only shit that was well, ever real. Well, here, I mean, that's, that's, that's the only proof they ever ain't. told me. But it, 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 I, this might not be an answer, but I think it, it's definitely part of what what happened, um, and uh, and and you know the history books write it differently. But um, you know, slavery was ended as uh, in the form that it existed. Um, exactly. That the northern whites who happened to be uh, the ruling intellectual class. Um, and the majority of the people with the money uncomfortable, um, it was just ch- changed into a chattel or an indentured servant system. Um, okay. And, and that came all the way up through the Jim Crow era, right? And now we have new Jim Crow laws. But it goes uh, beyond that. It goes it goes deeper than the Jim Crow era because you you got to ask yourself, this, this is another serious question for everyone out there, right? After America's first civil war, when I say first civil war, I mean when they was rebelling against the king of England because they was the same people. They just came here and colonized a different land, and they was rebelling against their king. So it was a civil war. Now, after this first civil war, rebelling against the king, where did America get the money to rebuild the country? Now, hold, on, well, let's, hold on. Hold on. Let's scholars. back up a little. The Revolutionary War was against the king. The Civil no, War was brother against school. brother. Wait. In school, they told us that that it was a revolutionary, well, or whatever that there was, was revolutionary war. Predating but the Civil War, actual, we had we had the Revolutionary War. No, no. In all actuality, that was your first civil war. That was America's first civil war. You was warring with your king, your leader, and your own kind. A nation that was divided and was warring with itself. So they had some form of I civil war going on. Okay. So after yeah. that, after that, My after man. that first war. How did, what, who, and how, and in what form did America get the money to rebuild this nation? Now, that's why I said it goes deeper than the Jim Crow laws. These, man, put it like this, right? You, you guys know that everyone praised ancient Rome for bringing light to the world. Then Rome praises Greece and the ancient Greeks for teaching them 
Now, who taught the Greeks? Who was there before the Greeks? Before these guys done had written words, were standing on mountains preaching about sermons and all of this, who who acknowledged these people, enlightened these people? I'm going to let you know it was the black man. It was the ancient land of the Kemets. And you could actually research this. It was the ancient land of which was known down in the bottom of Egypt and the land of Happy, a.k.a. the River Nile. And information trickles down from one, from one culture to the next, one generation to the next. Now, I do not know how the hell, from the days of Rome till now, they switched the story and other cultures other than the main culture, which was Africa, lost its power. Now, it's so many things that, that went on in history that, that, that kept us in, 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 like, some form of, like, in the darkness. Even though you said we freed slaves, we still don't know who the fuck we are. Lost tribe. You scattered everyone across the world from freaking the, the coastlines of Africa to the Caribbeans and the West Indies. Now, we have no form of knowledge no form of idea who the fuck we really are as black people on some reality. Maybe those in Africa who was lucky enough to be there and stay there and probably have generations there, but everywhere else, they could not tell you who they really are. There was no black person that's on this side of the world that was brought here in a freaking slave ship could actually tell you who they really are, really was, and supposed to be. And that's a crazy form of slavery, mental prison, and culture imprisonment than 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 any other thing I could freaking explain. And I'll tell you, and the ones who do gain that insight and that self awareness, um, uh, very few of them seem to be able to make it into uh, the you know the correct level um, of either business or academia or whatever um, they should be um, at their appropriate level. They're they are, um, uh, you know, sort of subjugated. Um, and so that knowledge just stays at, at a level um, that that never reaches the mass. I feel like that's increasing, though, like within the black community that, that uh, one, I mean, it started back in the 80s with the black medallions and X-Clan and Head East, my brother Head East, you know, um, that, that awakening. Um, and, you know, maybe what we going on right now um, in Ferguson. I mean, everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, Ferguson just happens to be the thing that caught on in everybody's mouth. But, you know, um, this police shit uh, um, has been going on forever and a day. Um, so perhaps the the, uh, the realization, the self-awareness combined with finally with realizing you're getting fucked. Um, and I think that that is going on in Palestine as well. And, um, you know, uh, the correlation, it's hard not to, uh, uh, it's hard not to, not to make, um, you know, but, but it's certainly there. Um, and, you know, at this moment, um, it seems like, uh, black people in America, um, are on the verge of, of coming together and, and making a move, and that might might not. Ah, make, the, the, uh, I put like this, right? For 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 black people, to to when I say blacks, I mean people of culture of of different complexion out there. For 
for you to have a great rise, like how you had the great African nations back in the days that, that taught the rest of the world and brought enlightenment to the rest of to everyone else. For us to do that, we have to create what is known as something that's beyond the movement. And beyond this movement now, it, it, it considers a great sacrifice. Like it it creates it's it literally it literally has to do with, with, with a great sacrifice of blood on some actuality. Like ninety percent of us has to be really prepared to die. Like face the the, 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 the shield and sword in, in, in order to freaking take this shit back. And ninety percent of us is not ready to do that. No. And I mean and it's tough. Like I mean you know, we're we're talking we're talking serious shit right now because you know we're on third rail radio. But I mean, if you and I were hanging out, we'd be you know drinking, smoking, having a good time. That's what you do on your spare time. That's you know what I do on my spare time. Like are like are you prepared to make that sacrifice? Like am I? I'm not even sure. Like you know what I mean? That's that's what I tell everyone. I tell everyone, listen, you all want change. We all want change, right? But it's bad enough that we're still protesting with flowers in our hand and ticket signs waving. Like, like every every turning point in history shows us that it has to have some form of great sacrifice made by the people within that nation or making that change. And no matter how much of them I speak to, how much of them I try to, like, ask, what would you do in the next five years of your life? You're standing right now on a corner. Right? I'm not saying enough that's bad. I'm not saying what you're doing is bad. But you're standing here on a fucking corner in a city somewhere, and your mind is confined into this corner. Five years, where do you see yourself at? And none of them could tell me an answer, bro. All they could tell me is I'm right here. I'm going to still be here on the block. I'm going to still be here getting money. They're, they're the most confused generation of fucking blacks that I ever came across. Like, the blacks in the 80s had more sense. The 60s had more sense. The 50s, they had more sense than the fucking blacks that I'm living with right fucking now in my generation, bro. Like, there will be no change for us in, in America because everywhere else look at us as niggas. Even Africans from Africa will look at a, a African-American and consider him to be a nigger, a kata, a.k.a. a cotton picker. So... If, if your own kind looks at you in that form, how the fuck is you even going to rise from anything? Damn. That's a very interesting question, I, I swear to goodness. And, if, and, and a very interesting point. Like, J-Vab speaks truth. You know, he's right. I mean, you know, most people, black and white in this country, would think of Africans, would think, Look up to uh, African Americans in the you know politically correct nomenclature, um, and it, it, it's not the case. It's what Jvab says is true. Fucking, um, it's interesting. Um, but no, Jala, you're back, it, my man. It yeah, is, I am. You gotta understand, Jay. Jay gives this love, right? I'm I'm giving this love to everyone to realize. Listen, there is no difference. Even though there, you might think there's a difference between our skin complexion or the melanin or due to lack of melanin, which produces this color in your skin. Now, 
There is no white race, black race, Chinese race, or fucking Indian race, bro. This we're all one race, which is the human race. And I keep telling everyone is due to climate change and certain historical events that happen on this earth, climate wise, made majority of the culture pigmentate their melanin. And once people could accept that and realize, yo, we're all the fucking same, connected into a womb, which is known as the mother, a.k.a. Mother Earth, Gaia herself, we live in form, living, transforming, freaking under my feet. Once we acknowledge we're all a part of this stream of life, it will be better, bro. I think it will be much better, but war seems to be calling the human race than love. I, I well, I think it 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 calls it calls the people who control the purse strings because it it increases both the the purse strings it, it and the uh, uh sorry I, I apologize for that that was um Flint Michigan who was um trying to get a word out there. He was trying to say that in the spectrum of the love and the warmness of earth that Jesus Christ was a black man. But I'm not here to dispute no religious facts or fictions. I'm here just to keep hey, it hey, in the most you, realistic are rolling, form. Are you rolling with Flint right now? If 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 Flint is, is anywhere in the in the vicinity, tell him I said hello. Okay. Oh, he heard you. He heard. Right now, Flint is sitting in a limo with like five mils and I'm trying to tell him get me a cougar. I was trying to get Flint <laughs> to drive to drive that limo east with some weed in it because that weed is cheap as shit in Flint, Michigan. He wouldn't do it square. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, think about that, J. <laughs> the margins are crazy, man. Just pack the limo and drive it east. It's very simple. Um, but anyway. <laughs> On, onward, forward, but I mean, I, 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 you, you, you have brought like a uh, a, a level of depth, a level of depth to the show tonight, Jabab. But I'm not, I'm, I wasn't sure I was ready to uh, before, um, handle. Before, but I'm there now. Before Jay says anything else, I, there's someone who sent a message, and I, like I said, I'm not here to choose sides. I'm keeping it realistic. The message goes. There were no Mexicans in fucking Jerusalem. Fuck. Quote, unquote. That makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I, was Enki do Mexican? I believe that the, the Mexicans and the, the Spanish, no, when I say Spanish, I mean like from the islands of Hispaniola, Queen Elizabeth, 1700s, 1800s, they had a good idea of Christianity and what it should be in the form of um, occult magic. These days, I have no clue on what the hell these niggas is doing. They call it Santa Maria. I call that shit voodoo. Some people <laughs> call it obia. I call that shit magic, and I believe in that shit. So do I. Shamans, spirits. Oh, oh you know that? Like, like it, it, Think about this, right? You're under the influence of some form of freaking intoxicant. You're sitting in front of a big bonfire. The cool breeze of the night is hitting you. The fire is sparkling. The intoxication effect of the, the drug is kicking in. And you start going into what is known as the fuel spectrum. 
you start seeing things where other people might say, hey, it's only in your head. But because they're not experiencing your access to that field, they cannot see what the hell you see. Just enjoy it, you know? Now, do you think that it's your experience with these uh, type of uh, mind-altering substances that may have led you to be able to kind of drop? Um, uh, um, You know, I mean, clearly you're no... uh, I mean, you know, stranger to the to the street and like the the you know real um, sort of experience of of I feel like this though, I feel like Jay, Jay Jay believes in what is known as um some might call it a form of pagan worship, some might call it the form of occult magic, some might call it hey this nigga is doing devil worship, but um no one has any real or true name. For what did I do? And it's something that you have to be either born into it or accepted into. It's not just some shit you could pick up a book, read or write something from the fucking book, and light a candle and expect to work. This is this is something where 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 I actually believe. And the reason why I believe this is because I believe in life after death, meaning that when you shed this skin like a snake does and comes into a new form of life. It's in that form of aspect. You're shedding what is known as your physical skin, and you will enter, I'm not going to say no heaven or hell, but you're going to enter in what is known as a higher realm. You're basically, we're all basically in the lowest existence, in the lowest frequency ever, physical frequency. And the reason why I say that, because matter cannot go through matter like solid matter. Only something of non-solid matter could go through physical matter. Think about it. Uh, yeah, I'm with, I'm there with you. I'm what I, I'm wondering how, you know, but I mean, all all um, you know, people who who possess a certain level of intelligence or insight or even observational skills or you know can work well with their hands or whatever have the potential to step outside of their, um, you know, sort of their their own uh, status in life. Um, and how did you turn your uh, um, your 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 opinion from one of anger? And I don't know anything about you, so I'm making obviously like a million assumptions. But um, you'll have to forgive me for that because that's the nature of this. Uh, of this year, internet, um, you know, but how, so how did you turn to, I mean, were you, I mean, it, it's, you know, were you always sort of, um, in tune with this side of yourself? Um, um you basically, all, you it was basically, like you can handle yourself on the corner, you know, yeah, so you how know, did you work it all together? What it is, it's, it's a form of whatever you want to do with it. So the way I live my lifestyle is the form I actually practice my, what we will call or what people dub occult magic, meaning that I use minds for certain things. I use minds to show me certain things, to protect me, because of the way I live. Like, I literally went into, um, when I was five years old, I got into it. Um, I went to what, what is known as a sacrificial prayer. And I really didn't understand what was going on at that time. I was, like I said, I was five years old. And I witnessed people 
sacrificing animals and different type of like beings, not no humans, but like birds and like cattle and so forth to to some form of entity and I really didn't understand what's going on. I, I knew about Jesus. I knew about Allah. I knew about heaven and hell. But I really didn't understand this aspect at that point in my life. Um, but that was my first experience. My first experience was watching a, a, a ritual, a sacrificial ritual prayer. And when I got older, maybe 9, 10, and I had a little more sense and it was explaining to me the, the entity or the energy or what they're doing. See, basically what they do is um blood blood is, is, is I'm not talking about no gang. Blood is an essential part, especially in the ancient world. They believe blood, like the blood within your system, your circulatory system, they believe that to have such potential of untapped field energy. And if you know what you're doing, meaning that I see a lot of people use geometrical shapes, meaning that they draw a circle, and within the circle, they might have different forms of geometrical shape. Now, these geometrical shape now has something to do into opening and access to the field. And like I said, the more and more I got older, like I, I never seen no one sacrifice any humans, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. But I've seen so many sacrifices and so many rituals in my lifetime while I was growing up that I had to believe that this was, like, really real. And then when I was 12 years old, I had went to the island of Jamaica. That's why I'm so cool with these Jamaicans. And there's this graveyard at the ocean of what is called Portmore. There's this man that lived there, and I actually was – I went and I got baptized in the graveyard, meaning that – um. He's the man is some form of high priest that does spiritual magic, and he gathers spirits, meaning that he gathers people that pass on from this physical realm, and they surround you and they baptize you and they do what they they do. Like you cannot you cannot tell them what to do. They decide on what they want you to do and what's the outcome of your baptism at that point in time and that's how I really got more and more into it because the more and more you, you step into it is the more you're opening your mind and your body in that aspect you know in that form of magic so it's kind of um, it's kind of like not hard to describe but it's something that you have to be born into or accepted into and basically what it is I get to realize there's two sides bro that I'm not going to say heaven or hell I'm not going to say that, but uh, there's two sides. There's a side that 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 these 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 entities they look out for you. They they actually they actually can change the fate of 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 your destiny. And then there's another side that because they've been living their lives so fucking malice and so so fucking I don't know what that the other side is gruesome, bro. They're tormentful. They have wicked, evil intentions. They they trick motherfuckers. Don't get it twisted. They grant you the same power. They grant you riches, whatever the fuck you, you ask for. But the price that the other side asks for is, is, is greater than what you're going to get. So, like I said, it's kind of nuts. It has to be something you have to be born into or accepted into in order to believe it. But it's really real, bro. And because I knew the other side was so crazy and malice, 
I decided to dedicate my life to, like, love and peace and motherfucking, like, like even though if I'm on the corner and a nigga try to get at me, don't get it twisted. I'm going to eat a nigga up like it's a fucking hot dog on a Sunday afternoon. But um, I'd rather, I'd rather live my life in a conscious manner knowing that when I shed this skin, I'm going to elevate, I'm going to ascend, not descend, you know? And wasn't that kind of interesting? That is complete amazing, J-Fab. Wow. Wait, did I went did I went deep into the rabbit hole on that one? No, no, I'm I I was uh, I was with you. I had to my phone rebooted, but uh, no, no. Uh, in, in fact, uh, our beliefs actually align quite, quite alike. Um, but uh, you know, a little a little different, of course. Um, the uh, uh, the main the main I certainly believe in the conservation of energy. Um, Therefore, the, um, you know, you don't dissipate into nothing, and now there seems to be some scientific evidence um, that the reanimation of data um, it is is actually possible. Where uh, the old school of thought was, once something was annihilated, it could never be reassembled, um, like going through a black hole. Um, uh, the, you know, those atoms and, and electrons can never be reassembled. Um, but now, now scientific evidence seems to uh, point in another direction, and it, it's the direction that you're you just described so so beautifully. And uh, um, you know, I mean, hey, it's right it's right on the money. Now the entity's pushing one way or the other. Um, you know, I, I I put that on my own on my own shoulders, and 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 think that that that's you know. Something what, what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to actually do, right? Because the majority of people that I came across and the majority of like high priestess and shamans and so forth, they're not explaining it or they're not gonna explain it to you in, in into modern day terminology and scientific words. So what basically I'm trying to do, I'm trying to have all of this knowledge and I'm trying to actually make up some pages where where it actually translates into modern-day scientific terminology, and, and so forth. You see, one thing I realized that even though they do all of these magics and rituals and, and summoning entities and so forth, it all has to do with these geometric shapes. Like, I actually seen a bunch of them drew the circumference of a circle, and within this circle, they drew they're more diagrams. And within these diagrams, they're... they're tiny little symbols that represent, like, the planets, Mars, Sun, Venus, even even your birth astrological sign. It, it, it depends on who is actually doing this ritual for you. And speaking to them, asking them what this, these geometric shapes represent, they cannot really, like, break it down to me in modern-day scientific terms. But so far, what I get to understand is you yourself, as a regular person, Everybody on this planet as a regular person has the ability to do it. You yourself has the ability to, to to do it. It's like to change your fate, change your destiny. You can actually manipulate those field lines 
where you can change the outcome of something. And because I've seen this myself and because I experienced this for myself, I know this is to be true. To the stars and to the moon right fucking now, I know this is to be true. And like I said, it, it, it depends on, on who's doing it and who's going to classify it on what you're doing. Some might say it's bad. Some might say it's, 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 it's good. And my, my whole key through it is I would like to know everything about it and break it down into modern-day terminology and, and understanding. And so far, that's been my mission so far. And I might get in a lot of trouble because there will be a lot of people who will, who will consider this to be a, a, a betrayal. Like, think about it. If, if you were supposed to know certain things and then you happen to write some scripts or some pages about it, giving it out just for the world, that might get you into a little problems. But um, I think that's my, I think that's that's one of my strands of destiny lines, is it, it, to bring this old knowledge into a modern-day terminology form that you guys should understand. Now, speaking of scripts and things like that, um, and, and um I mean, you know, and I have you as a captive audience. You know, I haven't. It hasn't uh, escaped me that your your uh, your handle is Java Booter. Uh, how did you get into computers? And, and and with with like sort of what you just just described as sort of your um, philosophy or or your construct of um, the way the cycle of life works, where do computers okay. fit into that? Okay, um, basically what what the next step is, basically, I've been watching since I was younger, 11, 12, 13, 14, I've seen in a lot of, like, other cultures, right? They're not, they not going to come out and tell you. They're not going to come out and tell you this is what we're trying to do. This That's not the plan. The plan is to get you ready for it. I've seen in a bunch of, like, cultures, especially in, like, the Japanese-Chinese culture, they're mixing a lot of what is known, well, people would dub as occult magic with, with, with machines, machinery. See, that's another form of it. I don't know how to get into that. I did not have no teachers to even, like, show me how to even bring something that has no life in it into, in, into something as a being. But I got into computers because, um... Computers are fun, bro. Computers are fun. And I love reading. I was like one of those dudes that, that I wasn't really into sports. Um, I was into computers since I was maybe 11, 12. First computer language was um, HTML scripting. After that, you know, I got into a little Java scripting, Java application development. And basically the name Java Buddha came up from... Um, Back in the days, it was really hard to boot someone off of these Java applet chat rooms. It was, like, fucking hard. You could have crashed a messenger. You could have crashed whatever the fucking app, whatever chat client they was using. But it was virtually fucking super hard to, to, to fucking boot a nigga off that. And um, once I got that down pack, um, I don't know, I, I kind of remember that name. So, But computers are definitely fun, bro. That's cool. Well, we have a we only have a couple of minutes left. We're just doing a sixty minute show tonight. Uh tiny chat is going off the fucking chain right now. Uh people are having fun in there. Um oh, yeah, and, what, uh, what room are they in? They're in iBot's room. Oh, they're in iBot's room. That niggas is in the wrong room. 
<laughs> but um, and right now, yeah. That, yeah. Right now yeah. they need to be in J Vab's room telling J Vab, "I'm about to light this blunt, and we're about to sit down and have this good old powwow." I'm about to <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm about to roll up a nice cone and uh, and I, I you know I I don't have the link here room, but I'm gonna go in there and fucking smoke my stuff and chill. It's a good time. But uh, Saturday, JVAB, we got a big show coming up. Uh, 8 p.m. Saturday night, Third Rail ra- Radio under the Revolution Radio banner. And um, we have the irreverent Christopher Cantwell. Dalek, tell me a little about Cantwell. I love the guy. Yes, um, he is actually now a New Hampshire resident. Hooray for them. Uh, I'm completely in. Obviously, have already made the move to go up to the Free State Project up down to New Hampshire, and there's 16,000 people going up to New Hampshire, and they promised to go up there have liberty in their lifetime. So I'm really happy about that, but we might talk about that uh, later on uh, on the show. But uh, let's just have a lot of fun. Um, he is considered an anarchist, an atheist, an asshole, but uh, I, I loved it. I really do love him. He has a lot of well thought out constructs and maybe a chat that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, he uh he he's definitely in the in the uh in the troll troll realm of uh uh you know, some of the some of the guys we respect and at the same I mean, super smart guy and now he's getting all serious and uh, maybe running for political office. But we'll catch up with Christopher Cantwell um, Saturday at 8 on Third Rail Radio. And J-Bab, what a pleasure, man. Um, thanks for calling in and uh, dropping some knowledge on us. Fuck. Ooh, brother, anytime, brother, anytime. It's been, it's been, I didn't even realize it was going to get this deep. Um, I was just calling in to give a little support, but... um. I guess you got Jay on one of those days. I was willing to speak speak about it. I hear you, man. I, you know, well, you got me on one of those days last week, and I had a great time on your show. Uh, you know, if you see if you see uh, uh, Shaq, um, and especially if you see his wife, ask her to go ahead and drop that rug on me, would you? <laughs> that nigga Shaq keep telling me, Jay, where are we going to smoke? When are you coming back to New York? And I'm like, bro. Yeah. And he keeps asking, Jay, where the fuck I am? But um, you already know, bro. I want to give a shout-out to everyone out there. Give a shout-out to Kayla, Zippy, and X for holding me down in the chat rooms. You know, um, everyone else, I love you. Love you guys, too. Thanks, Jay Bass. Always a pleasure, brother. And tune in Saturday, man. And uh, we'll see Jay Bass Friday night. Um, 10, 10 p.m. I believe on uh, on the JVAB Love Hour Hour Hour, um, which is a great show. Um, oh hell, hell yeah! This week this week we have um, abused prostitutes that 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 got abused by their daddy, like real fathers, and got abused by their pimps. So um, it's going to be a crazy show, and we don't know who's confusing them, but they're going to oh. elaborate for us. Folks, we go, you know, we go where other uh, uh, other uh, media outlets will not go. That's JVAB, and that's where we're going to go on Friday night at 10 p.m. with the JVAB Love Hour. 
Thank you very much, bro. And like I said, it's been a pleasure, and um, I definitely love you guys, bro. Yo, take it easy, Jay. Yep. So, big show Saturday with uh, Christopher. Um, it's going to be great. Um, he just put a, 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 a pretty poignant article up on his blog in, in the last uh, 12 hours or so. That's a good read, so check it out. And uh, thanks you for setting up the show tonight. Um, and thanks to everybody who listened. You know what? It's, uh, I wish I can actually have a better you know, kind of thing, but hopefully I can go up to Grand Junction and uh, get, like, better internet for now. You're, like, you're like traveling all over the West right now. I, I saw in the chat room you're up in near Wyoming. That's near, um, that's, like, more more in the areas of Colorado that I've been. Um, uh, what's the name of that town? God damn it. What Ernie. steamboat? No, that's it. You're you're up near steamboat. Yeah, that's I've been living up here. For, been I've been living here for about a year. Oh. Now, and I usually alternate, you know, through uh, steamboat to, uh, down to Grand Junction. Yes, Grand Junction. That's uh, so you go back and forth between Grand Junction and steamboat. Steamboat is is beautiful. Oh yeah. Right on, brother. Um, are we on in overtime or still on the air? Yeah, we are on uh, overtime. Cool. Um, let's uh, let's jump into Tiny Chat. I gotta go, dude. I go to bed. I'm so sorry, but um, you know what? I have oh, to sleep. I I got a long day ahead of me. Right on, my friend. Well, Saturday, let's uh, we'll be ready to roll. And uh, yeah, um, uh, oh, go on. No, I was just gonna say uh, I, I'm gonna send. Um, I talked to Chris via email. I'm gonna send him a list of questions. So, and uh, he'll get back to me. But it'll that's gonna be a good show. Um, well, if really want me to, I can send about a list of questions. Just uh, proxy it by me. Okay. Cool. Excellent. We'll get some rest, kiddo. Yeah, it's funny. And uh, you know what? I'll have better internet uh, when I'm up around um, Grand Junction, so that'll be pretty well. Cool, man. Sounds good, brother. Peace. Peace.